Extra Butter Podcast. That was that's peak Shia LaBeouf, bro. There's, there's, after that, dude. God damn. When he did that that little gif where it was like him being like Citizen Kane, where he was just clapping. Like, you know where that's from, right? Look, I I cannot remember for the life. It's there's a there's an artist that like a group a group artist that made a song called uh, Hannibal something Shia LaBeouf, and it's a song about Shia LaBeouf eating people. I swear to God, I'm not making this up, dog. It exists. It's hold on. See, this is why we have. All right, <laughs> hold on. on. We're gonna take a before we do this. Welcome to Extra Butter, your podcast <laughs> for great conversation, and great movies. This is Cam. Uh, Dylan. I'll, Dylan, I'll let you introduce our guest since y'all uh, go way fucking back. Today's bro. guest is yeah. my my very good, uh, very handsome friend, uh, Jonathan <laughs> H- Jonathan Hanau Vasquez. <laughs> and we we lived next to each uh next to each other we only had the street separating us yeah uh we hung out a ton we've been friends since i don't know, middle school somewhere around there uh we yeah. had a lot of fun adventures together we used to shoot a lot of movies together we made up a lot of dumb movies and uh they still haunt us to this day uh and it is my great pleasure to have him on today to talk about the dark knight from 2008 which is actually one that me and him saw together at the theater. Yeah. John, oh, no John, way. And John's got, a, John's got a great story to go along with it that I forgot <laughs> most of because <laughs> my childhood is just either repressed or just gone or, or something at this point. Um, so, yeah, God I'm damn, very, very yeah, excited to have him on today. John's coming to us via the uh, magic of science over the internet. Uh, all the way from Boston, Massachusetts, the oh, land, no uh, the land of many Dunkin' Donuts, at least forty. I have two five minute walk from my apartment. It's <laughs> like, 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 bro, I got Uber on it right now. I got Uber and DoorDash right now. Oh shit, that's way too uh, accurate, man. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. I'm excited to talk about it. Oh, hell yeah, dude! Gosh, Glad to have man. you on, man. All right, before we get into it. Uh, <laughs> It's like quick I, I have to, bro. I have to talk about it before we before we start talking about this movie. That we were just talking about Shia LaBeouf. Growing up to me was one of my favorite actors. We talking even Stevens. We talking, uh, you know, obviously Disturbia, Holes, the Transformers movies when they were fucking good. But there's one particular thing when he started going crazy there was this orchestra that did this song called Basketball Is oh, Back. Shoot. I don't want to get copyrighted. Uh, <laughs> Hannibal, I think it's like Hannibal Killer Shia LaBeouf or something like that. And it's an orchestra just singing the song about Shia LaBeouf. And if you know the gif, there's a gif, a famous gif of Shia LaBeouf just clapping. Like, just very stoically clapping. And it's from this song because at the end of it, after they're singing about Shia LaBeouf, they have paper mache heads of Shia LaBeouf. Uh, Shia LaBeouf is in the video. One second, what? one second. One, dude, one second, one second. Shia one second. Why am I like? Why do I not know about this? You're walking in the woods. Oh, There's it's no coming back to me, your phone bro. We're keeping this in the podcast. <laughs> He's following you about thirty feet back. He gets down on all fours and breaks on. into a sprint. 
He's gaining on you. Shia LaBeouf. You're looking for your car, but you're all turned around. Yeah, it's I think I remember this. Now. It's literally a song just about Shia LaBeouf murdering people. Now it's dark. What is going on? I, I don't Was <laughs> it not children's the kids. choir? Like, not the kids. <laughs> I swear to God. They got the bro. dancers out and everything. <laughs> all right, so then we get to this part where it's just people in Shia LaBeouf paper mache heads. Good God. This is giving me like Katy Perry halftime show flashbacks. So all this happens and at the end of it. Oh, wait, I've seen that before. Yeah, I've seen that. Then he's just, yeah. at the end, he's just clapping. Just Shia LaBeouf yeah. in an audience by himself. No expression. <laughs> <laughs> clapping, I swear to God. <laughs> it's one of the weirdest oh, things I've ever crap. seen, bro. Oh, that's peak YouTube right there. Bro, I swear to God. That Whatever is. views it has, it doesn't have enough. Oh, man. Oh, good God, bro. Uh, oh. But let's get to the movie that we're actually talking about. Uh, we're talking about The Dark Knight. Uh, yeah. This was a pick by Miss John himself, which I, I don't even. This is such a great pick, bro. This is such a fantastic movie. Yeah, this movie yeah, it's so honestly cool. like my one of my favorite movies all, of all time. You know, I I I love comic book movies. Like I'm a huge MCU fan, but this mm -hmm. movie was like peak like comic book movie, and so. I remember when we watched it with Dylan or like, I think like back in the day in like high school, middle school, we would always ask our parents to like drive us to the movie theater. But for this movie, we were like, you know what? We're feeling adventurous, you know? <laughs> and so an adventurous in New Hampshire basically means we're going to take the bus to the mall. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, we, we took the, we took the Seacoast bus leaving Dover, going to Newington, New Hampshire into the Regal. And and yeah, we, we saw the movie and, and we were just Whoa. blown away by it. It was like it was like one of the movies that I started following directors after that. Like I didn't really think about at the time like following. I, I usually I usually just like follow actors and things like that. Sure, but I, sure. But like this movie kind of got me like, okay, this is Christopher Nolan. We have to like follow this guy. Like see other movies. He's so made. so you would say this movie's like the first one that made you like before you would be like, oh, I like Will Smith or whatever the actor yeah, was in the movie. Yeah. This was the first movie you were like, okay, this is beyond just acting. This movie has a style. Exactly. A That's dope, bro. Yeah. That's so fucking dope, homie. Damn. And like, I think after this was like Inception, right? So I think. Oh, was, yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and that movie was insane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro. So we, were, we were talking about it previously. And, and for Inception, we drove, like, John drove us on, like, his little Honda. And <laughs> when we came out of that movie, I like earnestly looked at him and asked him like if he was cool to drive home because like the movie was so trippy with sure. with time dilation yeah. and building sure. flipping. He was like, oh, bro, I don't know. Like that was the craziest <laughs> thing I've, I've ever seen in my life. Like it does not get better than that. Bro, yeah. when I went to an IMAX to go see uh, Interstellar, I don't know if you guys mm, ever seen that movie. Yeah, I saw, yeah, I saw Interstellar gosh. and I remember leaving the IMAX. I was in college getting in a car with my friends and we drove all the way back to the dorm and no one said a fucking word. <laughs> it was just silence. Like, what, what do you say? What did I just watch, bro? Like his movies are just so like, what was that? It's so good. That's, that's the thing about Chris Nolan. Like he has, like he makes these movies to make you kind of like think in a different way. Almost oh, like, yeah. but he, the way he presents it is just so, so like simple but also it gets complicated but in a way that you understand it later on so that's why i just love him so much as like a director it's a really good point i feel like uh nolan 
Nolan doesn't treat its audience like they're dumb. He's yeah. very good at being like, I'm not going to spoon feed this to you. You have to just watch my movie and get it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm expecting you're smarter than this. But this movie, I felt like, was like, or one of the few movies he has where, like, universal. Like, I remember watching this with my parents and my mom looked at her like, that was really good. Like, Dark yeah. Knight is like, <laughs> is so good, bro. Dylan, do you want to <laughs> run through, like, the... The quick facts, like, you know, obviously we know who directed it, but writers, oh, all that kind of good definitely stuff. Definitely will. Uh, yeah, this yeah. was Christopher Nolan's second Batman movie. He did Batman Begins, and it did well enough, obviously, that they kept rolling with it. And then, Side note, what did y'all think uh, on Batman Begins? What were your thoughts? Did you like I loved it before? It. I really? loved it. Yeah. So I think I actually hadn't seen it um, no way. up until after I saw The Dark Knight. Because I don't know, For I real? wasn't. No, because I wasn't a big DC guy at the time. Like I mostly like the comic uh, movies I saw were like the Sam Raimi, Tobey Maguire, Spider Man movies. And, like those <laughs> were like stuff. my those were my movies. Classics. But it wasn't until like I saw The Dark Knight, and I think a, a lot of the publicity of this movie was because of like the death of Heath Ledger, and sure. I think it got like really popular, like because like and that kind of pushed it to get make it more popular. And so when I watched it, I loved it. I, I ended up seeing the Batman Begins after that. I liked that as well. Yeah, I think for, that's what's interesting is that when I first saw Batman Begins, I liked it, but I, I don't remember having the same, like Dark Knight is what kind of like, oh shit, this is the best Batman movie I've ever seen in my entire life. Batman Begins was good, but I still like really enjoyed the Keaton Batman or whatever other ones that were out at the time. Um, and then when I rewatched Batman Begins, I liked it even more. So I feel like this movie kind of made me enjoy the Nolan universe a little more. Yeah, because of how good this one was. Exactly. Also, like, uh, what's crazy with this one is this began more or less his uh, stride into like filming with IMAX, mm. and not just using IMAX because at that point it was like they put IMAX cameras on the space shuttle. They they put them out in nature. You had documentaries. You had like you know birds, nature, whatever. And this is the first time you were applying it to like a commercial film. And the cameras are massive. The film goes in sideways. They had to build their own special things for it. And there's several sequences that utilize it, like the whole bat pod chase, the beginning Joker heist. And you could just see how much, uh, how much more expansive all those scenes are and how beautiful they look, especially when they put them on 4k. And then from then on out, he started using it more and more on each film, experimenting with it uh, more each time, you know, throughout interstellar Dunkirk, et cetera. And to the point where you have like Tenet, where there's just tons of, <laughs> tons of hours. Tenet of was another on one where I left the theater like, Good what God, is happening? <laughs> it was the most, what? it was the loudest, most insane film I've ever seen in a theater. And I almost felt like it was Nolan's version of saying F you to everybody who was trying to kill the theater in favor mm. of staying home. Because mm. it's, it's a film that just says like, this has to be seen in a movie theater. As people were like, oh, I don't like the sound mix and I can't hear it. And I was like, that's because your Sony TV with one speaker in the back it will not handle this film. Yeah. And he your does your not iPhone care. 13 yeah. is not going to handle it. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't care because he's like, these are made for the theater. So that's how I'm going to make my films is for yeah. the theater. And mm. even as far back as this film, you could tell it was a theater film. It's huge. It's expansive. It's long. It's It's crazy. And I think the audience responded to that. I remember when me and Johnny saw it, mm-hmm. there was that scene where the fucking Bat Pod just comes out of the Batmobile. 
which oh, is ridiculous yeah, because bro. the whole time I was like, when is he going to get his motorcycle? And then it blew out of there. And I was like, all right, all right. <laughs> and then, you know, he shoots the truck and the Joker's on it. And then it flipped. And I just remembered like taking a moment to just listen to the audience when a truck flipped and no one was even like breathing. They were just like, yo, you see that shit right there? Yo, you yeah. see that shit? Craziest movie I've seen. And, you know, like ever at that point, it was such a crazy experience. Yeah, it reminds me of the one scene where it's like he has the two kind of like ferry boats hostage mm-hmm. and he's mm-hmm. making like the like the people decide if they like want to blow up the other boat and i remember there's like in that scene they like one of the passengers has that detonator and he's like contemplating it and there's like this high-pitched whine in the background yeah and, and i remember watching it for the first time yeah, it's like it's like only like 10 seconds or five seconds but it mm-hmm. feels like an oh my god a full like two minutes of like him contemplating it because it's just it's so well <laughs> the done. tension is so high yeah, yeah it sure. just kept playing and then all of a sudden debo from friday grabs the detonator and throws <laughs> it out the window and you're like is that is that is that debo like <laughs> what the fuck is he doing here <laughs> oh, it tripped me out. Uh, speaking of music, this uh, Dark Knight was done by Hans Zimmer and James Newton Howard. And Hans Zimmer is obviously super famous from anything from The Lion King to just about every Nolan film up until uh, the one for Tenet recently. And Oh, he didn't man, do Tenet? No, Tenet was done by, oh my gosh, he's super great. He was doing Black Panther. He oh, was, uh, he Ludwig. Was getting, Ludwig. Yeah, Lud- Ludwig, yeah, Gambino's yeah. boy as well. Yeah. Ludwig did the one for that because I think Hans went and did another one. But yeah, the soundtrack for this was crazy. They were obviously uh, a lot of films do this where they release certain pieces of the score beforehand. And I can remember like listening to one or two of them just for kicks. I was like, oh, this is dumb, but you know, it doesn't have the movie with it. And I was like, holy crap. Like all the Joker stuff that was like, you know, Sheesh. cutting string wires and all these other things. Like it, it put you on edge. It was, it was a uh, explosive, you know? Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, dude. <laughs> this film uh, was written by David Escort, Nolan, and coincidentally, Jonathan Nolan actually had a lot to do with all this stuff. Um, oh, that's is, Chris Nolan's brother, right? Yeah. He's, yeah. he got, uh, I think, famous pretty much for working on that Westworld series which I think is very uh, kind of Nolan-esque in yeah. a lot of ways um, okay. but I always kind of wish he would direct his own movies as well because that would be dope to have the brothers go up against each other that's Ooh. pretty normal right I, do they does he always write like the movies to, do they always write the movies together is that I don't know if it's always been the case but I always feel like he sometimes has an input on some of them at least mm. I wonder if he's like an older brother type situation. Like Chris is like, what do you think? And he's like, you should do this. Ah. Yeah. Kinda, yeah. <laughs> Yo, put me on the film. No, 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 no. But no, 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 no. But let me. Get I'm some, a ghostwriter. Uh, I'm a ghostwriter. Let me get some free advice. <laughs> oh man, Johnny, what did you what did you think of the the last Batman movie though with Robert Pattinson? The Robert Pattinson. I think that was great. So I think it's hard to compare really because I'd say it's on par with the Dark Knight, but I. I I still say just for nostalgia slash like 100% bias, I think the Dark Knight's still like on top for me. Like you can't really, especially with like Heath Ledger's acting as the Joker. I think that that's what kind of what makes it is the villain because a lot of comic book movies, like a lot of them falter with like a really bad or like cookie cutter villain. And Heath Ledger's like Joker is kind of like the, the gold standard of how a villain should be. Like someone who's like unpredictable <clears throat> and just, 
chaos like that i think that very like, true he, he was like the perfect like villain of all time part of me feels like marvel's still searching for their joker you know what i mean like they're still so um, obviously we've had thanos and all of those big bads or not all of them but thanos mm-hmm. i love killmonger there's a lot of big bads that have been great but i feel like right. marvel feels like they're still reaching for their joker because this is like and then on top of that heath ledger tragically passes away so it's like he lives in infamy as like who will ever be better than this right and exactly. then you see jared leto's joker and you're like okay get this shit away from me you know what i mean like it's just yeah it's hard it's hard for anyone who's gonna don the the clown makeup it's bro it's gonna be fucking hard bro yeah and really, i think it was uh, smart yeah oh sorry Dylan. go ahead oh you're good no no go ahead man go ahead oh i'm just saying like i think the i forgot i forgot who the actor was for the batman but i think they did like uh robert Pattinson. Uh, oh the the riddler uh the riddler yeah Man, paul dano paul dano yeah he, i think he did a great job and i think it's smart that they're they're kind of stepping away from the joker because i feel like for every batman like reboot they, they always have to throw in the joker like for first two movies so i think it's yeah. smart for them to kind of like do different villains because i feel like it's always it's kind of a curse now like every time someone does a joker it's going to be compared to heath ledger yeah that's true he won the oscar uh that year too yep um whatever whatever they call it posthumously or whatever and i think that's crazy because at the time yeah you had big films like the fantastic four ones came out the three spider-man ones and stuff like that but to have a film come out that was a superhero film to have it cross the billion dollar mark and then to actually have oscars thrown on it for more than just like you know sound editing or, or or something like that it really like shook everything up and told the world like this is the new standard and iron man came out the same year which is funny because i felt that it was further down the line yeah and wow. from then on out it was just like this is the new normal but in a lot of ways it actually had like a it had a weird negative effect because every producer who saw it saw how good it was and saw the money that it made was like yeah. mm. they wrote the words uh dark and gritty on top of every single script for the next like eight years and they tried to apply the same formula to all these films and it just destroyed a lot of movies because they, you know, it, it, they were not the same as this. They were really shitty, but they were like, oh, if we just darken it. <laughs> well, yeah, I think it's I don't correct me if I'm wrong, but was Nolan like a big Batman fan before he made this movie? I don't think so. Don't That's what I'm saying. And, and really part of me so feels like I can I can t- it feels like an adaptation of a guy who's like, Okay, I know who Batman is, but let me tell a story in this realistic world. This mm. feels like Batman in a realistic setting. Whereas like yeah. the Pattinson one feels like Bat well, I guess also Batman in a realistic setting, but it feels more like those like first detective comics. Like it just feels like Batman's yeah. the greatest detective in those movies, the new ones. Whereas right. this one feels like if there is a real superhero out here, he's acting like this. It I, it's whereas like before this was like we had like Daredevil and like all these like movies that, you know what I mean? That were like, if you were a superhero Yo. fan, it still felt like you were getting like the yeah. the bottom of the barrel in terms of like uh, effort. Not to say that they didn't try on Daredevil, but this movie felt like I'm I'm giving it, an, I'm, I'm casting Gary Oldman, Morgan yeah. Freeman, like all star, like actors in this bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm not yeah. playing. This, this film to me is basically just heat with batman it is a mobster film it's about organized crime it's about you know the all the government this that the mayor's office all that and they throw these little fantastical elements into it to like heighten that but it it wasn't really a comic book film 
the sort of which we saw at the time. And I think it made, you know, the world stand up and start taking these a little more seriously that these could be, you know, big contenders, even like best picture kind of winners. Exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ben Affleck's Daredevil, uh, we're, we're cutting it, you know? Right. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know about movie. that. <laughs> that movie, dog. I mean, again, like, it's like, I love, I love the Maguire uh, Spider-Man and I'll, and I'll die on a hill and say, like, as a kid, I liked three. I understand that people don't like it now. <laughs> but as a kid, like, I, I did like it. It wasn't like I was like, this yeah. movie's trash. No, I'm uh, with you on that. I enjoyed three, too. Like, yeah, like, I I, <laughs> I didn't I didn't really catch the awkward dancing until later in life. <laughs> uh, but I can't I can't imagine being, like, a kid, because I was already grown or, like, a, yeah, I forget. What year did this come out? 2000. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Yeah, so I was... A sophomore in high school something like that I, I can't imagine if i uh was a kid and this movie came out because then it's like that kind of explains when they when you're saying that they threw dark and gritty over everything mm-hmm. which explains man of steel and all these movies that like i love superman i think superman deserves like a really dope movie but i don't think he needs a dark and gritty take i think it yeah we can we can rock with like the superman of like you know getting changed in a booth if you can make it cool i just feel like it the dark and gritty like the pumping up of the blues on the screen and making everything cool like it's like why do we got to do that to everything dog yeah they they took a filter and they they really ran with it apply all bro like (laughs) it's crazy you know what i think is funny is now that they have this new flash trailer and they have you know uh, keaton's obviously back as batman and shit there's like a a massive flood of people who were from that generation that's just like keaton is the best batman hands down and they are just like <laughs> dying over it and i just want to come out and like write a reddit post that just defends clooney even though i don't want oh, to that's i just adorable, want to, I just want yeah. to troll it and be like clooney was the best hands down bad clooney. nipples for life lol <laughs> y'all forget about adam west the original adam west. <laughs> <laughs> yeah because we had we had adam west we got val kilmer we got bill we got key we got clooney and we got affleck can't forget about that can't forget about Batman, yeah. bro. He's in that one too, the new one, right? The Flash. Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. He is. the captain, James Gunn, captain. Shout out James Gunn. Yeah. Man. I don't know for how long, but <laughs> <laughs> James Gunn stepped in the building, and then he had one of those days where they, he just called everyone in his office, and he was just like, "Look, you want better than this, right?" <laughs> it's like, no, no, I really don't. They're like, "No, you could do better than this." <laughs> oh, good God! God, um, man. Speaking on more Nolan, I remember seeing, obviously, like, seeing Inter- Interstellar blew my absolute mind. Like, one of the best theater experiences I've ever been to because you just didn't know what to do with that film because it was such a long film, such an emotional roller coaster that I was so confused when they got to the Bro, planet. I was so confused, bro. So confused when they got to the planet and they open up the little Chipotle wrapper and out comes Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> like, what the fuck is Matt Damon doing? And a part of me was like, is this like a connection to Martian? Like, I, I yeah. part, part of me thought I was like, is this the same brother that was growing I think, potato? I think people really got confused. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah. I, I just remember watching that scene and no one was like cheering. Everyone was just laughing because it was just like so unexpected. <laughs> so... So was like, it was really, it was really yeah. good. But I was like, what the fuck is, is Matt Damon? And then it got to uh i mean arguably to me at least is one of the best scenes i've seen in the last like 15 20 years when uh mcconaughey's got a dock with the ship as it's spinning and then hans zimmer's just coming in with the soundtrack and they're just spinning and spinning and it's floating i remember just like 
that moment lasted so long in the theater and the the soundtrack's going and my heart's racing and i was like that's what a good fucking film is when yeah. the film could literally physically start making you like your heart palpitate like it has a uh, a physical effect on you i was like that's damn fine filmmaking because that's that's visual that's story that's sound that's that's music all coming together in one spot and that's when you're like no one's the goat i don't fucking care what it is like he's the new spielberg you know what i mean oh man that's true i mean i feel like yeah. i feel like when nowadays I yeah nowadays i feel like when like whenever he like releases a movie i have to go watch it like yeah you know, yeah like it's an event yeah exactly it's an event yeah. oppenheimer comes out this year i'm definitely gonna like see it in theaters i don't even know the premise of that and i kind of don't want to know i just want to go in blind what Shit. just show me what it is man <laughs> i think that's for tenet that was me like uh, people stopped caring what it was going to happen. Uh, yeah. I, just, I just knew I had to go see it as big as possible. And there was these people behind me that were like ripping up shit and talking and like chewing loudly. So I just moved seats because somehow, even though that film was so damn loud, they were still louder. And I wow. looked at them. I looked at them like, this is sacrilegious. This is Christopher Nolan. Like you need to show <laughs> yeah. this man some respect. And uh you're ruining this for me right now. <laughs> I remember for I remember for Interstellar, there was that there's that scene where Anne Hathaway goes like, "Love conquers all," or I forget what the monologue is, but she's like talking about how like love conquers time and space. I, do you know what I'm talking? It's like yeah, yeah I know what yeah. love but... monologue, and somebody in my audience was like, "Come on," and I <laughs> and part of me like was like, "Come on, bro," but I was like, actually. <laughs> I feel you, bro. Like, what, 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 what is going on right now? What is happening, dude? I, we were, uh, me and John were talking about it the other day. That like, when we were younger, you're you're so impressionable that when you go see a film, like you want to act out that film. Like I talked about how sure. me and my friend watched Holes, and then we started digging up his fucking mom's yard. I got home from oh, Interstellar, shit. and I was like, "Is there some way I could get that Tars robot?" because i fucking need him yeah. in my life man like it just not even for the functionality of a robot just for like his sarcastic comments and stuff sure. i was like nolan made like a, a side character from a pixar film and he put it in this film and i love him for it you know what i mean <laughs> can you imagine a nolan disney film that shit would be wild bro oh. that reminds I mean, me when uh uh when we were coming back from the dark night and we we're mm -hmm. walking home we were, we were our footsteps was they were walking to the beat of the theme song of the dark knight movie we're so fucking nerdy bro we we thought the same thing at the bowl of time at the same time because we were like damn bro that soundtrack was dope and we were walking and we we're like yo that was cool as hell hell yeah oh jesus man oh <laughs> John, there's there's another question I wanted to ask you that I, I kind of oh, yeah. want to make it a standard question that we start asking guests. Like, what what are your thoughts currently of where you think kind of film is going? Because there's been obviously the coronavirus threw a huge monkey wrench into you know the world and at large. But what do you think about streaming things versus going to theaters, watching something on a small screen and a big screen? Is there still a case for having cinemas and showing it big or, or is it okay to watch a lot of this at home oh i mean I, I think actually i had this conversation with my girlfriend caroline um about this because it was like two like two years ago like during the peak pandemic we were just watching everything streaming and i was telling her it's like it's not the same man like you're 
it's not the same like going to like a movie theater and just like like hearing like the subwoofers like vibrate the seat and just like yeah. a big screen and honestly i think the the biggest thing i could i, I think the biggest example i can think of for, like the situation is endgame mm. when like i think i was telling you dylan yesterday that like watching endgame and watching like captain america pick up like thor's hammer and everyone in the entire theater was like cheering and like you know going crazy yeah. it's like you, you you can't you don't you can't you don't have that at home you know there's something absolutely about the movie, right. yeah something about the theater experience it's just i mean it's not it's not always like that but just when you have like those movies that like that that are just kind of like events or like you just have those moments with like the audience like that's when it's like the best experience in my opinion i feel that i feel even something I feel like there's kind of films now that you could watch at home that are like a standard kind of comedy or something like that. But even something as silly as white chicks of all things, yeah. we, we were down here in Florida on vacation, me Lee, and we we're with my grandmother and she was like, okay, I'm going to take you kids to the movies after work. You can each pick a movie and Lee picked white chicks, but even something like that, that, you know, you don't need uh Dolby Atmos for fucking white chicks, but there's something about the energy of the crowd that the jokes land harder and they yeah. laugh longer and, and you feed off that kind of thing and and that helps you versus kind of at home and then you have your things like yeah your once in a while milestone films like endgame and infinity war that are just so much it's a like historical cultural event you know what i mean yeah that, that everyone was a part of me and cameron for some reason we keep bringing up michael jackson's funeral <laughs> um <laughs> it's it's a little like that like it's a yeah. everyone knew where they were they knew the theater they yeah. were at they knew the fucking seat they were sitting in and they knew like how they were cheering there were literally girls crying over uh when spider-man died and i was like yo he got a contract girl he's in like seven more movies you know wipe them tears up and it was yeah. just it's such a big moment in life that um i remember watching uh the first avengers yeah which is mind-blowing you know, no one had ever done something of that caliber with that many characters and i remember that you know there was one of everybody there was somebody my age there was a little kid and there was you know super super like old people in my opinion that i was like okay what are they seeing and i overheard like they were going to the avengers and he was talking to the box office guy and he said you know i haven't been to the theater in like 10 years and i normally don't see these kind of films but you know it's you know some some everyone was talking about it so i gotta go see it and i was like that's game changing to me you yeah. know what i mean yeah that's steph, that's steph curry coming in and throwing down the three-point shot in the nba like you're changing the the foundation of of hollywood and it happens every once in you know 10 15 years and i think the dark knight is a big reason for that is you know making people uh understand that you know this genre could be more than just a, a b movie kind of thing you know right Exactly. Yeah, man. It's just so interesting. Like growing up, I, it was like I, I had comic books or like what I could afford or what my mom was happy enough to get me. And like it wasn't that cool to be into comics. Like I, it wasn't like something that you like wore as a badge or I would get beat the fuck up. So now <laughs> that they are more like it, it's almost cool to be into these movies. And then on top of that, nostalgia is such a huge thing that I can go and see you know no way home spider-man and see toby Maguire show up on yeah. screen and oh, the man. whole audience like you know what i mean like I, yeah, yeah. I, me being in that theater was so surreal like it was just like yeah. i was so excited but so was all the theater to see an actor that i thought is my spider-man you know 10 years ago whatever like it's 
it's crazy, bro. Where where film has gone, especially in this like comic booky, even anime, even like it's. I I didn't tell people I like Dragon Ball Z, bro. I kept that shit to my <laughs> chest. You know what I mean? Like you don't need to know that. And now anime tattoos are like the next crazy. big thing. Like it's crazy, bro. It really yeah, is. I I know John knows this too. Like because uh, they were the kids that liked Naruto that went to like oh, school. I was that, huge Naruto guy. Yeah. But oh, really? The see that, uh, that had like the fucking headband, and those yeah. were the kids that got made fun of. Right. John's the reason that I watched it because yeah. Uh, yeah. I would watch like the, because I had caught up on the, the US version of Naruto, but the US version was like several seasons behind like Japan. Bro, how hard, and, see, talk about how hard it was oh to even get your hands on it. The you Japanese I mean? like, version is what exactly. he saw, yeah. All exactly. these kids I, like, I got a Crunchyroll <laughs> subscription, like, bitch, I had to fucking, <laughs> out of your mind. No, we were fucking sailing the Pirate Bay oh, seas, boy. We're... Talking about skipping porn to find the anime, dog. Like, I, I, I was out like, here. Going... I literally probably gave my computer like 80 viruses trying to find like bootleg Naruto. And it was hard to get. I don't care about singles in my area. I'm trying to see if Naruto makes it. The fucking Akatsuki are coming in hot. I'm telling you, dog. Yeah, I used to watch it. John had like one uh, computer chair. And then they had a giant like uh, medicine exercise ball, ball, exercise ball. Oh, and I, would used to, I would sit on that bitch for hours you know pre pre uh 30 year old knee that i have now <laughs> sure, and sure. i would watch it in japanese and i remember it stuck with me because it was uh i'm gonna spoil some naruto but it was after he saves the village from pain and they kind of celebrate oh, him as a hero epic, epic and i watched it in in japanese with john and i was like Yo, you watch that shit on a medicine ball my god oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> so years later when i finally got to now that anime is so prevalent and i was basically the one who was behind because i wasn't watching anything yeah. I started with that as my first anime because I was like, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Johnny loved it. Let me try yeah. it. And yeah, it grew from there because now I got now I got fucking Luffy on my arm. <laughs> right. That was your first tattoo, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm now, saying, bro. It's, like, it's, we're in a different league, though. Naruto has been eclipsed because One Piece is definitely my favorite now. I'm literally wearing a <laughs> One Piece sweatshirt at the at this moment, too. Fuck yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah I remember watching it on the... we we. My parents, my parents are super like, this is like 2000s, maybe like early 2010s. My parents were like, we don't need a nice computer. So we had like this <laughs> old ass, like compact. They don't even make computers anymore. It's like a compact computer. Windows ME. Like it was like. Oh my God, bro. And the, because... the, the lag time to like load just a single episode took like an hour. And I would have sure, to like bro. wait an hour for like an episode to load in the computer, but it was like <laughs> definitely. <laughs> no, because I, re so I remember that we used to make uh, these little home movies, but we used to make them on like Windows, like Movie Maker or whatever it was. But Dude. everything was so slow that when we did the cuts and it would cut between scenes, there was like a lag to it. And I was like, what the hell is this lag? And then if you put too many things all at once and like in your building and your editing window the shoe would just crash <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? it. we were working on like the the lowest of the low but there was no better at my house because i wasn't i didn't have nothing over there to do we were literally shooting these homemade films on like a on like a sony cool pics and, and shit like that you <laughs> know what i mean yeah but I remember um, downloading uh Napster on my parents' computer and I would make CDs for my friends 
So I was downloading like hella illegal music, like an absurd amount. <laughs> you were handing and, out mixtapes, bro. I was like, I was your, I was your plug, bro. Like, you need that new Chingy? I got you. Homie. That new Fallout Boy? I got it. Let me know. You're a Jaquan. You want some Jaquan? Bro, I got you. And my and there Here it was. God. It was through that like there was a. It was only with Napster because it never happened with LimeWire or a lot of these other sites that I ended up using later. But with Napster, there there became like a musical thing, like where labels were like hey if this if this certain ip is like downloading a certain amount of music we should send letters threatening them like we're gonna sue you they never did it but they threatened a lot of people and i was my my dad was one of the people that came up to my room and was like we got a letter from sony music <laughs> and i was like oh shit dude. i downloaded so much shit so man, you got a letter from the vice president Joe Biden. Was, I, Are I you downloading dad, illegal music? I think my dad he kept it for a while because he thought it was so funny. Because again, nothing happened. It was like a threat, and then my dad was like, "You need to delete it all." But and then Limewire came and I downloaded it all back. But like at the time, he thought it was so funny that like a kid in Baltimore, Maryland, was just on his computer like, "I'm gonna fucking <laughs> <laughs> rip." every song like <laughs> i'm not playing dog yeah, even if yeah, i didn't listen to it, kick in your I door i had shakira i had enrique iglesias i don't even oh listen to these motherfuckers bro. i was like fuck it like i some girl will like it like i don't know <laughs> <laughs> damn dude, Jeez, dude. <laughs> i was oh, tripping bro man that's so funny <laughs> oh so i want to tell the story of uh me and johnny starting to shoot we we have several like oh homemade, yeah hold on my videos uh, uh, one second one second Oh my God, Dylan! Do you know how to share screen? No, oh God. All right, hold on one second. I'm gonna. I check don't the know. Time. I'm gonna stop. But if you, the bottom, there's like a bottom control. Yeah, thing. literally, it's in the green middle. It's just, or for, I guess for me, maybe I don't know if this oh, isn't for you. I'm so yeah. old. <laughs> just it should say share screen in the middle, the bottom. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. In the green. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna find the uh, where we're going here. Okay, share screen. Oof. Why does this feel like a challenge? There it is. Oh, that one okay. piece. There it is. Anime, bro. See, that's what I'm saying, dude. Okay, first, I dug up photos of me on the bat pod. So I'll show you that first. Here we go. Bam. Oh, shit. Well, that's cool. This is Whoa. when we, uh, we went to California, the first ever, like, family vacation we ever took. And we did, like, the Warner Brothers uh, lot tour. And oh. they had every, like, Batmobile uh, from existence on display. And you could take your picture on the green screen and they did a little video for you. That thing is fucking huge. Yeah. Like, I can't believe they built those. Yeah, you look like you stretching, dog. I ain't gonna lie. Oh, I was stretching. <laughs> you they stretching they, they built way. those for real. This is, oh, this is pre-contact killing. Look at that. Yeah. Oh, shit. Big sex wow. glasses. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. What was I looking up? Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah. Bigfoot shoots. <laughs> just <hold> oh, <laughs> Johnny, what's interesting is I, I just want to find that LimeWire folder. I not only have the Bigfoot like movie, I have, I don't even know how I got this. I have all the original files from the Bigfoot. Oh, wow. Like every single like throwback. individual wow. take that we have, I you have. It. So you guys shot a movie about Bigfoot? <laughs> so our first ever project that me and Johnny did, we. I was telling you about this cam. I know uh, about Friday night boxing. I'm here. John, John is from that. John is from Colombia. Okay. Uh, I'm half Puerto Rican, but I, I never even knew I was Puerto Rican until like later on in life. I don't know why. Just ne it was never a thing that was conscious to me. So John, we'll unpack, we'll unpack to... that later. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was in elementary school and I went to the lunch line and the lunch lady was like, she took the little number that you give them for your, for your free lunch. And she was like, are you Mexican? And I was like, yes. <laughs> Cause I had, I had no idea. And then I was like, what am I? my first name is Dylan certified white. My, my middle name is Carlos and then it's Hernandez. And she was like, are you Mexican? So I said, sure. Cause like, I, I don't know. I could have been. Yeah. So, so Johnny got to like, I, did you skip uh Spanish one? Right. And you went right to two. Yeah. I, I skipped. So yeah. Cause I, I was a year below you in high school. Um, yeah. And I, I took, I wanted to take Spanish cause it was like a language requirement for college, but I like wanted like an easy A. So I was like, all right, put me in Spanish. And they're like, but you know, you should go to Spanish too. It's like, all right, fine, whatever. So I, <laughs> I, I did Spanish too. And I happened to be in the same class as Dylan. No way. Yeah. So yeah. we, we got to a, a project where we had to do a project on Spanish commands, mandatos. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And uh, I had filmed stuff with my, my friend uh, across the street from us. And uh, I was like, somehow we got on to making a video together. And we made this like ungodly long project. It was like 15 minutes on Spanish commands. And I think Johnny was saying just because of the effort of it, they were like blown away. But it wasn't just like, oh, here we go. This is uh, above, below. Sure, sure. We added like a whole bunch of jokes. Like we peppered in a bunch of stuff. Mm -hmm. And they fucking showed like the entire language wing you know, the entirety of that building. And oh, you guys were celebrities, bro. Me and John were walking in the hall. <laughs> and like, I think it was like this little redheaded kid was like, yo, what's up? I saw you guys today. I know your movie. And I'm like, hey, hey. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, John, do you know him? He's like, no, man, no. I don't. And I was like, oh, we're famous. And then I started Hell thinking yeah. like, yo, how did I look in there? Like, did I look okay in there? Was I, I was like, all right. And somehow we got on this idea of, of making films like making little projects together that weren't for school and then every once in a while when we had a film project for school like that was our excuse to just make a movie sure and i don't know if i'm remembering this right john but i was at my house and i thought you come over one day and i could swear you had seen a rocky marathon on like amc and you were like let's film like a boxing thing like a Rocky and me, I was like, I'm fucking it all day. Like you just say the word. Wow. I, I forget. I totally that, forget. I swear that's how I it totally went. forget. Yeah. I forget what's, what started. I, I know like the Mandatos, uh, like, like school project started and that's what kind of like got us like, all right, we're going to start making like just funny videos. But I forget exactly what started Friday night boxing. And it was funny because <laughs> we had, we had like a mini cult following. Like we had maybe like three or four like extended friends who were like all about it. And they're like, we want the next one. And we like, yo, <laughs> yeah, we, we had like, dope, we had like bro. four groupie super friends yeah. and we thought like we four subscribers. And that's like, I need more content for. Hell so, yeah, dude. I was telling John, like, uh, my eyes are much bigger than my stomach. And every time we would film one of these things, I thought we just made like Goodfellas. Like I thought we made Scorsese <laughs> level pictures. And when I look back on it now, my two thoughts are what the fuck am I wearing? And who let us do this? You know what I mean? Like, cause, sure, uh, sure. Oh, God, I can't believe it. All right, I'm hold on. Go to the, the three little dials on the right. Like of the, you see like the control, like where you were able to share screen. You have to share audio too. Oh, good. I need to hear what this is. All right. How do I do this? <laughs> the more dots. Yeah, exactly. More you'll see like share sound on there. Oh, okay. 
good God. I'll show you certain things. <laughs> the most embarrassing good. things I have not found yet. The the Friday nights and the Bigfoot thing. Bro, are, I just like, need to see Friday best. night boxing, though. Oh, that sounds... God. Should I show him a clip of the first one, John? Yeah, do the first one. I think that's the oh. second one you just clicked. Oh, God. Look at that rip! All right. <laughs> Hold on. I'll go back. <laughs> this... <laughs> I can't believe I had to fucking explain this. Okay. Oh, John, I'm sorry if you ever up for a presidency. Um, for, I, me and John don't remember how this happened. So Okay, g- just give me like a, who's filming? Who are the stars of the film? Like what's, how, do, how is, what's the crew oh, looking God. like here? Okay, so me and John were always the, usually the ones who were like doing everything. We were oh. in it. There was no script. Everything was completely us improvised. Improvising. And whoever was around <laughs> held the camera. Like Yo. John has his little brother, and in our family, he's infamous. His 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 name is Nick. We always call him Nico, and uh-huh. he's this little dude. He <laughs> always wore a Spider-Man suit half the time. Like Hell a little that, not just padded. a Spider-Man suit, the muscle Spider-Man yeah. suit. The <laughs> no, no mask. The boy was unmasked. And <laughs> A lot of times he would hold the camera. I don't even know how old he was, but he shot. He shot fucking great. Yeah, man. Stable. Stable. He was was a cinematographer. But half the time, I don't even think we had a tripod. So we just, like, if there was a friend that came over, we had another friend named Nick. Uh, If Austin was around sometimes, and these were just like gorilla. Okay. I don't know how this happened, but. We named our little like fake production company Dirty Mexican Productions. What is happening? <laughs> and to clarify again, John is Colombian and I'm Puerto Rican. And at the time, did you knew you were Puerto from. Rican, or do you still think? No, like, no, I'm, I'm so. I now time you figured knew. things out okay. in my life. I think I think it was just a mix of like us being Latino and then like <laughs> the just like the 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 edgy humor that was like the 2000s. Oh yeah, 2000s. mind of Mencia type shit. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and. So we, so this is the best that Windows Movie Maker hey, offers. Hey, you, get a, you get a little text and you get a little, a little flair, right? I like it. Um, we, uh, we did a lot of our work in John's basement and we thought the best idea wow. was to set up the camera, run oh, at God. it and like kick like George Lopez style. Um, oh God, I don't even know how to explain some of this. Uh, so in this shot, if you actually watch the shot and it keeps going, one of us like punches the drop down panel roof, and then I start laughing like it like a hyena, and we thought that was a good take, and we just kept it for the rest of our films. <laughs> and we, oh god, there's no way to explain. Oh, uh, hold on, oh, what happens? Man, just, what happens on the rest of it? So, in hindsight. This film was about me being like a newspaper guy, and I always mess up John's newspaper. So he gets pissed enough that he says, we're going to fight. All right. And who came up with that story? Right. I have no idea. Okay. I just know. Uh, what it is. Look at that rip! Hold on, turn it down, turn it down. like last week he did the same exact freaking thing for me in a nolan film right now <laughs> oh, you're kidding me. okay well, hold on I'll, I'll 
scan because I I don't want to. Okay, here's another thing. <laughs> this is my thing. I don't know what I'm. Bro, wearing. I'm sorry. We have to post a video of this one. I'm sorry, dog. We oh can't no, I, do it's audio. Okay. What for is some happening? reason we came up with this idea that we found that this weird picture of Oprah, and we thought that oh, shit, like that as a running. We thought as a running gag, it should be in the background of every one of our videos, <laughs> like as an Easter egg. I don't know who the fuck thought this up. So that's Oprah behind me. <laughs> Actually, so what's what's even better? You see those two routers there right on the window? Yeah. Yeah, that's us stealing Wi-Fi from the neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, I can't. Oh, man. <laughs> There's so much to unpack. This, this is therapist level shit right here. Hold on. Oh. Okay. So, so John basically threatens to kick my ass. Can you expect me to give you payment? And then I'm not giving you any money. And then this, we, this Friday we in the rain. Prepared. Training. Montage. Oh shit! <laughs> and this is us like ripping the Rocky soundtrack fresh off of YouTube. And the idea was because John, as far as I've ever known you, John, you were always in shape, and I definitely am not. So our our thing was John's gonna do real exercises, and I'm just uh, gonna do like dumb pulling bagels or out of a yeah. yeah so. <laughs> That was pretty much the idea. Anything that John did, we I did the reverse on. <laughs> That's funny because I was like super skinny back then. So. <laughs> Playing Wii, bro. Now, as you can see, I did not go to any sort of barber. That's that's straight. That's straight at home. We got super cuts at home. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's bad. Oh, okay. This right here, me and John were so proud of because when we edited it together, we realized the music and the picture synced and we didn't plan it. And we literally like hugged after this. We were so fucking happy. Oh, wow. <laughs> we literally cried. We thought that was the coolest thing ever in our life. And then we got to the actual fight. Uh, this uh, Eric, what Eric, was his Ryan name? Coolidge. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We we use the Sports Yo! Center logo. This this is this is uh this. Is oh, the, oh, you this isn't bad for like. This is the arena right here. This is the arena. <laughs> we had a we had a shed in our backyard, and it like blew over through multiple storms. So we just had a base, and I looked at it and I said, "Yeah, that's potential." Yeah. And we threw up a couple of whatever the hell these were. And this is what me and Johnny fought on. This is my last resort. And we both came out to whatever music it was that, that we chose. <laughs> going around to... <laughs> to, no, to no one. Entering on the opposite side of the ring is Tim, the paperboy, Winchester Tim. Okay. Yo. These are some orange dicky shorts that I think Lee had. And when we went to do this fight, I said, what is the ugliest thing that I can wear that I could find in my house? And it was a white tee and these shorts. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, and the running joke between these two films is that nobody ever actually wins. 
uh, we just slip on a banana. There's a banana! Bro, I won't hold you on that, man. I remember I have like a scratch in my eye because I think there was one scene in that montage I was doing a pull up on a tree and I like scraped my eye on like a branch that was sticking out. Oh, right here. Snap. Oh, yeah. he cut his eye on this little piece here, and then he looked more badass at the end of the fight because he actually had like. Oh, a I thought y'all put like fake like. I saw fake, the cut. Oh, yeah, that's, Johnny bled for these films. Oh man, <laughs> so, he put his body on the line. <laughs> we filmed a bunch of things. Yeah. I'm not going to show you this one because this one's embarrassing. For some reason, we shot a music one video. Is the to loneliest the, number to the song "One Is the Loneliest Number." I don't freaking know, but wow. I will show you the drip that I got on. Okay. Because it's peak. Hold on. That's one of the craziest yeah, things. Oh, I forgot to mention. <laughs> I'm saying the line, look at that rat, which is a reference to Rush Hour 2 when they get down in oh, the, the wow. sewer. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, he obviously said, there's little rats down here. Yeah. And Chris Tucker just goes, look at that rat. Yep. And for some reason that became hey, muscle memory to you right now. Yeah, you said it just years. like <laughs> I haven't said that in years. Okay, so this is, is the drip. This is the drip. Yeah. I don't know who let me go out in this green sweatshirt. Um <laughs> this was around the time that everyone grew their hair really long, goblet of fire time. Um, and I also had glasses. So uh, I cannot let my fiance watch this because you bought a stealer. For sure. <laughs> For sure. You got Jinko jeans, you know. Uh, oh, God, I can't. I, I, oh, here's John's oh, look, drip, look, look at that Here's John's drip, bro. Hey, he got a cut, though. I'll tell you what, though. That's a clean cut. A... <laughs> it's way better than my cut, bro. Okay, so. Oh, this is fun, too. This, this was obviously my house. Good God, it gets worse, man. It gets worse. Oh, and Johnny Johnny lived right here. Right yeah, here, the right blue house. house. Oh wow, y'all were so close, bro. Yeah. That's so dope. So You're next door neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. Do, well, do either of your family still live at those places, or is it like everyone's so, moved at this point? My parents still live in Dover, but then they, they live in a different house. It's in the same neighborhood, but it's like okay. down down a couple blocks. But yeah, gotcha. Okay, so that brings me to this one. We we filmed a couple, and there's a ton of stories, but. Our crowning achievement was senior year. They they always did a film festival every year, and I never did it or entered it, which is weird for me. But we finally had the chance senior year, and every project we were doing got longer and better. Like we got better at the editing. Sure. And we got better at you know just you know improving. We were having yeah. fun, so we were like, let's go super ambitious. Like let's make a twenty minute film, a twenty minute film. And of course, I wrote like the craziest idea for it. And my idea was that uh, a news team is low on ratings. So they send people out into the woods to find Bigfoot and prove his existence. Okay. And that is like a thing... horror movie. Is, this, is that what this is? Oh, oh, God. oh wait, <laughs> talk about talk about uh, Christopher Nolan. They have like this song here from oh, Inception. God. The two, there's three big inspirations for this project. It's in uh -huh. uh, Inception which we steal music from. It's The Dark Knight, Bye. which we steal shit from. And Perfect. it was Uncharted 2 among the video. <laughs> because Johnny, uh, when I was young, I used to just, 
before people watch streamers play games, I watch John play games. Like, I <laughs> Yo, don't play them. Johnny, we were just talking. Dylan and I were just talking about this. I like, you'll talk to people and they'll be like, I don't understand people that watch playthroughs. But I'm like, you never sat on a couch with your friends, just watch them play a game. That's like one yeah. of the best things you used to do as kids. Just like watch your friend play. Not everyone had money for all the systems. You'd be like, you got an Xbox? I'm about to just watch you play Halo for three hours. You know what I mean? Exactly. I, I had like a PS3 and I would play like, I was super into like one of those like, uh, like those cinematic, like single player yeah, games. Like exactly. Narrative ones. The Last yeah. of Us. Yeah. I was super Ooh. into that. And- yeah. So Johnny played the shit out of Uncharted 2. And to this day, I think it's one of the best video games that's ever been. Oh, made. Uncharted is it fantastic. Was, yeah. It was a movie that was just six hours long. You know what I mean? It was, per- mm-hmm. it was perfect. So we turned that Bigfoot story into a story about a guy, <laughs> a guy who crashes a car and needs like money to pay for somebody's surgery or something. <laughs> so he collects Bigfoot and tries to sell him on a bounty and they become best friends. And then there's like a heartbreak and there's double montage and we went all out. So for the beginning of this in the snow, it's supposed to be the beginning of Uncharted 2 where he gets off the train, you know. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, yeah. Walking to the snow. So here's me in like 25 degree weather in the thickest jeans known to mankind, trying to like trying to emulate this this snow scene. Look at that ass. Look at the butt flat you had decal a, yeah what's this? what is <laughs> those rocking true religion jeans out here <laughs> what's happening <laughs> oh shit bro Nelly Furtado can't even get her hands on those jeans bro Damn, look at them bro so we filmed this and oh my, my alarm gosh. clock oh my god John look at that Pokemon the Pokemon post <laughs> look at that yeah. Pokemon poster so, so I, I shared a room. Yeah, I shared a room with my brother, who was like, so I my my brother Nick is like ten years younger than me. Oh, and so man. He, I forgot about he that. Had, he had like a, I, I essentially gave him all my hand me downs, like I mm-hmm. like I gave him all my like my Pokemon poster, like my toys and whatnot. That's dope. And there was a point in time where he was like, he was too afraid to sleep in his own room, so he would sleep in my room, and he would kind of migrate some of his toys and like decorations into my room. Yeah. So like half my room had like the Pokemon poster. <laughs> <laughs> So we did exactly what you should what do. What you said his name Nico? Ne- Nico. Nick, Nick. Well, Shout out Nico, yeah. bro. Oh, Nico was funny because we never realized until we like finished the film or we were editing it that he would just be in the background of shots. And we didn't even know that he was there when we filmed it. Like we'd show a shot of us and it was like a stairwell and mm-hmm. he would just be like on the fucking stairs like the <laughs> ring girl. And I was like, John, when, the, when is Nico there? But you couldn't just refilm it because right too late now i guess yeah. we just didn't do reshoots we were like that's it like it's yeah. done but we utilized him so much to help that like uh that it was just that's what we did you know what i mean just wanted to be involved so so i can't remember exactly the story john but we needed a bigfoot suit what is and that? we went <laughs> on what i remember to be a very sketchy like chinese taiwan website oh it's possible and- dylan you acting right now oh, <laughs> shit. We, we, we ordered i swear what was probably like a 50 dollars suit like we split the money i don't know where i got the money from yeah. and we ordered it and it actually came in and it looked pretty cool yeah I, johnny do you remember how we did it i remember it was this is this is pre-amazon so like we had like there's like no like like nowadays you can just order a grill suit on amazon and get yeah. two days but like 
before you would go on like these like obscure websites to like get stuff oh, to, yeah. to your house and we saw like this and we were like obviously super like poor at the time so like we had like no money we were like all right we, we have like 20 bucks each person and we need to find some place to get a, like, a bigfoot suit wow and so we found like this obscure like chinese website that had like gorilla <laughs> suit for 40 dollars so like yeah we got 20 bucks each. let's you do it. it and do it and we got it <laughs> I was so shocked when it came in and it, it looked kind of decent, but the problem with it was that the head is like a separate piece. So there's so many shots where you could just see the neck and clothes underneath. Oh, uh, we, we, we should have just like went to Joanne's and got a similar fabric, yeah, some fabric, and, yeah, but oh, yeah. like a piece. But oh my god, you gotta! Oh my goodness, <laughs> John. John actually kills it in this because he's bro. Full- I just called out your acting, and then I heard the sound. John, I love John in this. He kills it because he's in the full suit. He's in the movie as a different character, but he also plays a gorilla. Hey, he actually, like Andy Circus is this shit. Like he gets Let's a lot go. of like emotion out of the fucking suit, and I was right? so impressed. You give me way too much credit. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, no. That shit is fucking Golden Globe worthy. You had, we were out here. It was like 30 degrees because there's snow everywhere. John's got like mittens that come off the suit, like the hands remove and the helmet. And, you know, it's gold, man. Okay. I have been looking everywhere for you. Look at it. Look at the X. How you been? Wait a minute. What happened? Okay. All right. Backtracking. I was in the snow, fell over. I was dying. And you rescued me. Thank <laughs> Oprah! I, I can't believe you're real. Hi, Jack. Jack Singleton. Yeah, okay. Good Good to meet you. You're a lot hairier than I thought you'd be. Yeah. And y- your, your pearly whites are a lot pearlier than I thought they'd be. <laughs> this, this is an example of what I mean. There was never... Never, I think, really a script that we did. We would just kind of like let the camera run, and we were like, "Well, if it's whatever, funny, yeah, it's funny, whatever makes so, it makes it." Then we, this was the woods, and we filmed here all the time. Like this is behind a school. We had a ton of fun. Then we went into a montage. I can't remember if we ever like if we ever went back and forth on what the song was, but I think these songs for this one, I think you picked. I can't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. I, yeah, it was such a long. I feel like I feel like we 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 went halfway with like the song choosing. I definitely didn't remember. Like we 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 just like every video we did, we just went overboard with with montages. That was like our. It became our bread and butter. We were like, "Yo, what's the montage in this one?" Which made sense when we did like a Rocky picture. But with anything else from then on out, we were like, "Yo, what's the montage gonna be?" Because they are fun as shit to shoot and to edit. Teach me how to ride a bike. <laughs> 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 I made up some of this stuff, man. Wow, dog. Oh, this was my favorite. It gets me every time. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually pretty good. That's so pretty we, good. We, yeah, we went through. Oh, God. This killed me earlier when I watched this. The, uh, 
here's Jeez, i'm so slow at doing this that's nico uh, right there <laughs> oh hey uh, and that's My that's man. kaiser rest in that's, peace this oh. is a legendary fucking dog dude this is like the fastest so dog i've ever met in my life Bro, and, even through a suit, you can tell that dog's like, that's my man's Johnny. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the best so thing, dope. the best thing that was Nico and, and Kaiser were like the same size. So they used to just be fucking wrestling like at all times, <laughs> like on the floor. You would just be oh, like man. full on wrestling. The dog was the coolest dog. And I remember when John told me like the dog passed away, I was like, bro, that was like a childhood bro. friend just left, man. Gone but never forgotten, man. That's yeah, we sad, had him for like 10 bro. years. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah, it was Holy. crazy. Eesh, How long ago was that, John? That was uh 20, 2017, he passed away. Oh man. Yeah. He, you know, he was around when I graduated college and so like 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 one more year after I graduated college and I was I was living at home afterwards so like I I was around I was with him like the last year but we had him we actually had him since we moved to Dover like when we moved we moved to Dover it was my parents first time owning a house and before Mm -hmm. that we used to we used to live in apartments and they never allowed dogs and so when we lived when my parents were homeowners they were like all right we're finally gonna get a dog so we got Kaiser and so we had we had him ever since, and then it was oh, yeah, it was yeah, 2017. Man. He passed away, so it was definitely like yeah, it was a big loss for the family. That's huge. Uh, that's yeah. huge, dude. I, I can't imagine feeling so bad for Nico because like yeah, like that's like they were the same size for so long. Like that was his number one pal, and I was like, that's his that's boy, kinda, bro. That's kind of yeah, suck, man. Yeah, I talked I talked to Nick about it, and he was like, uh, like he he doesn't have he didn't have memory before him, so it was like hmm. yeah. God, that's so wild, bro. That's sad, man. Jeez. What's cracking me up too is you could you could see the the PC setup that we were talking about. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) Oh no, this is the upgraded PC. This is like one, but no, but it's 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 upgraded because it's Windows Vista. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Bill Gates. Uh, So the the story that was sad was that we couldn't enter the full thing in the film festival because too many kids had ruined it in the past by putting in like these 40 minute videos of them, like doing shitty ollies on skateboards and stuff like that. So they only allowed you to put in a 10 minute film. And I tried so hard. I tried to convince them like, let me put part one here, part two at the end and nothing worked. So we had to put like a watch the rest on Facebook or YouTube or something like at the end of it. So, so there was a whole happy montage. There's Austin, my younger brother. Oh, I've never seen this brother. All right. He he got uh, a shy or something about being in them. Like he didn't want to be in the projects really anymore. And we convinced him to actually be the role of the poacher in this one that John mm-hmm. is selling Bigfoot, uh, that I'm selling Bigfoot <laughs> to or whatever. And oh, you ain't seen nothing yet. Wait till wait till I pull up the second part towards the end. Good God. Dude, this is uh, our like longest like like little movie that we've done. <laughs> So we did a happy podcast where they became friends or montage. And then we did a sad montage when they're missing each other. This is the note that Bigfoot leaves for me that says like he's leaving. (laughs) Wow, dude. And believe it or not, on my shelf, I have that piece of paper. Oh, wait, really? Oh, Mm -hmm. man. Like right now, like this. Yeah, it's probably on the list. No, you have to get it now. I'm saying like, that's crazy. That's crazy. I I kept certain things that I still have and like little props because they were just like ah, whatever they're still floating around 
the Bigfoot suit is in the closet. Oh, you have that? I was wondering what happened to it. You gave it to me at some point. I, I forget. I like, honestly, I, it was so long ago. I forget what happened to that suit. <laughs> it was like before I left and came to New Hampshire because I left in like 2012 uh-huh. uh, to go to school down here. Yeah, uh, I think you gave it to me, and I just put it in like a suitcase. And every time I've moved, it's just moved with me. And I'm like, oh crap, I forgot I had this. Like it, has, <laughs> it still has leaves on it from the forest. Oh and man, I I actually found it the other day when I knew you were gonna be on. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this suit like still exists. Yeah, you know, for some reason, I have like an act to being dressed up as like species because so my one of my close friends from college, they um, they're in a band called Alien Ultrasound. And Alien Ultrasound, that sounds yeah. dope. And so they, they play at a lot of local venues in Boston. Mm-hmm. And they, they asked me to like be like their mascot. So like I wear like an alien suit now. So I, I graduated from <laughs> what? I graduated from Bigfoot. Now I wear an alien suit. And uh, maybe, maybe I can I can try to pull up the clip for, or try to pull up a picture or something. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Just show them your resume. You're like, this is the Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, can show them that, you can show them the clip, Dylan, but I'll, I'll try to pull up the. Uh, oh, okay, I'll, I'll show it. I'll show it while you bring it. This is uh, Austin with his finest uh, acting. He's got a little a little uh, machine gun airsoft rifle because <laughs> uh, that's how we yeah, he overheard our conversation. He was going to tell him. He's, he gets a bit sensitive. I've been uh, teaching him words like uh, plantain. Yeah, you don't care. And I don't have them. <laughs> he, uh, he ran away. I, I've, I've been looking for him for a little, a little while, uh, two minutes maybe. <laughs> Cool story, bro. No worries. So uh, I get into a fight with him. We run through. I almost fall off. This behind me is a local. Oh, here getting some shots, though. Okay. This behind me is a local legend. They call this Dead Man's Pit. They made up a bunch of stupid schoolyard stories about that a plane crash into. Wait, you're talking about the movie or like in real, like the lore of the town? Like actually. The lore of the town. And this wow. part of the woods, this whole like dip in here, this this hole, they call it Dead Man's Pit. Yeah, it's it it's thirty degrees. I'm squishing through cold mud, but I always thought the movies were fucking massive. So like I was willing to do anything. This piece of mud <laughs> flies onto my face. Oh, I thought and, you were wearing it on purpose. That's <laughs> no, it flies onto my face. I don't know it's there, and none of these. None of everyone who's with us, John or Austin, Action. says anything about it. And they let me go another like 30 minutes with this shit on my face. And they never told me. Action. Because <laughs> it stays on my face. Oh, yeah. The bi- big Bigfoot save. To the music of the Dark Knight. I got <laughs> <laughs> That's why I, I love that we did the Dark Knight. And then he says friend, and it was the first time he spoke, and we put subtitles on it. That's like Caesar saying no. In the, uh, what's it called? Yeah. Wow. And, and then he saves me, me and my, and then see the piece of dirt? It's like now near my lip. Amen. No one said anything to me. You gotta me. suffer for your art, bro. You got to suffer for your art. It's been a good ride. So, so those leaves are still on the. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, laminate those leaves. <laughs> somewhere along the lines, because we were so hyped up about the Dark Knight, 
we decided to do the Dark Knight ending where Batman runs away and they're like, oh, we got to chase him now. Yeah. It's so bad. I love it so much. Hold on, hold on. And it makes no sense because now me and the poacher that was going to kill me are now like buddies. Watch this. The music is cranking, though. Because we have to chase it. Why? Because we have to. <laughs> yeah. It's the hero we need. And that's all we deserve. The night shining light. I can watch it, watch it. Oh, shit. And then he, he beefed it for real because it's icy as shit. Oh my god, bro. Oh, it's so bad, bro. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, oh, I can't. I I can never describe how fun these films were to make, though. And there's more of them. There's one that's actually uh one of the other ones me and Johnny were talking about was we did a project on the Dust Bowl and we did a film with the characters from Oh Brother Where Art Thou, mm-hmm. where we simulated a Dust Bowl storm. I really wish I had that one, but I do not. <laughs> Damn. Oh, good God. John, did you find your alien thing? Oh, yeah. It's a, uh, let me, uh, I have it on my Instagram. I can share it right now. All right. I'm excited for this. You got to let us know about this band. We got to plug the band. Yeah, I was just trying to look, <laughs> up, look at them. On a... um, alien Ultrasound. I think I found yeah. them. Wait, right? Yeah, it should be. Yeah, that's your name. Wait, yeah. uh, Don, I think you need to unshare your screen so I can share oh, mine. Oh, I gotta stop the share. Got you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stop share. Right. Bam. Got it. So, so this is me right here. Yo! <laughs> You're crowd surfing. Oh, yeah. So th- th- this is this is a uh, this is a venue called the Middle East in Cambridge. Uh, it's like a really popular venue for like you know like local rock like rock bands and whatnot. Um, sure. And yeah, they, they do like a lot of just like classic rock or like just like, you know, like the 2000s stuff, like Blink-182 like stuff rock. Um, and I dress up as an alien. I just jump in um, during one of their concerts and crowds. That was my first time ever crowd surfing. And that was, it was pretty. How cool. was it? I've never crowd surfed before. Is it like as scary as I imagine it? So, so the trick is having like one really beefy guy to like be your anchor in case okay. anything, in case every anything goes wrong. Because <laughs> it all goes, yeah. it all goes south. Yeah. Because <laughs> like I like I like mentioned the idea to him and I was like, hey, you like you know I'm you know I'm thinking about crowd surfing, but I don't know if like it's worth it. And he's like, no, I'll I'll catch you. Like whatever. This guy is like a six foot three like former college football player. So oh, like, gotcha. all, right. all right. So I'm like, this guy's definitely gonna catch me if I jump. Gotcha. Um, and so. I he he so I, I get on stage and I find him and he like eggs me on to jump and I I, I jump for it. Everyone's <laughs> there, everyone's there to grab me too. And it was, yeah, it was it was kind of crazy. That's awesome, dude. <laughs> he just said Area 51 raid was six success. <laughs> is, that what, is that what this caption said? I think oh, that was gosh. like I think they had that concert during the time. I think there was something about Area 51 that was happening on the news. Or oh, time. yeah, I remember. Uh, raid Area 51. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we were doing Naruto runs. Yeah. <laughs> Going back for a full circle. Yep. <laughs> Just running at the building like Sasuke. <laughs> I remember that. Uh, so, John, right now, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, you're almost, you've almost obtained the, the PhD. You're yeah. Almost, well, you're almost Dr. Hanau. 
I'm not, I'm not sure almost, but like I, I, I would say like a year or two left, left in my, my degree. Um, yeah. Oh, wow. So uh, yeah, I'm getting, uh, I'm, I'm working on my PhD right now at uh, Boston university school of medicine. Um, I don't remember a hundred percent. Could you tell us like what inspired you to get the doctorate and was it the TV show scrubs? <laughs> no, <laughs> please so, tell me. <laughs> Uh, that's like two different stories so like one like yeah scrubs is like one of my favorite shows of all like it scrubs is like one of my favorite like like shows like i'll just have on background or like sure. have on repeat just um, a relaxing show that just exactly. like yeah, yeah yeah and like you know when it when it gets like really good i'll just like sit down and watch it but it's, you know, uh, it's always good to have those shows that like you just like no matter what's happening you know exactly what's happening on screen even if you're not really paying attention exactly because you know the yeah. show so well right right and and like i i had an interest in like the medical field from like you know previous personal um like circumstance but like shrubs really kind of got me interested in like entering medicine but when i was in college and i was doing pre-med i i i, I well i took pre-med in college and i was a chem major and then i afterwards i did like a like a short-term like medical scribe job and that job sucked i hated that job so much mm. and i realized like, it was in the emergency department too and i realized like this isn't like i don't want to be like a medical doctor like this isn't for me and so i i left and i got a i got a temporary job at uh lonza which was like a biotech company over in portsmouth new hampshire um i had that job for for a little bit and then i realized like i kind of liked the science but also like wanted to be more like bench work like do more like experiments and whatnot and Lonzo was a biotech job I didn't really like do that kind of like experiment type work so I I worked at a couple of jobs I worked at Vertex for a little bit but then I landed a job at Moderna um, which everyone knows now for like the COVID vaccine Huge. Um, and so during that time I realized like oh like a lot of these you know higher ups have their PhDs and so uh, yeah, it pushed me to go back to school to get my PhD um, and so that's where I'm at now. Study study influenza, uh, it's like lung biology too. I use a lot of my smiles. Wow, and, uh, so yeah, I'm sure when COVID was like, I mean, I'm, it's it's still happening, but I'm sure like everyone was hitting you up like, "Yo, can I take this? Is it safe? Am yeah, I gonna I die?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, is there five G in this thing? You know, what I'm <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah, oh, good gravy, man. Fuck yeah, yeah dude. But it, uh, it, it, I, I love it. I love, I love science. I love the getting into it. But it's like, while I'm not doing science, I love like just playing video games or like watching like a good movie, you know? That's that's just who I am. Unwind, that, brother. Yeah. Unwind. Yeah, exactly. Oh boy. I just, I remember it. when we were younger and yeah, we were watching Scrubs. I remember we were all devastated at the uh, the Brendan Fraser episode where they do that yeah. at the funeral. And we just, we all looked at each other like, holy crap. And I remember it fondly because it was one of two moments where as a collective of friends, we almost saw each other cry. And I remember wow. it stood out to me because we, I don't remember if it was everyone that went, but we saw Toy Story 3. Yeah. And it reached the scene where they're going down. Like oh, the, yeah. We all know. Greater conveyor belt. Yeah. And we didn't look at each other, but I think we all knew like, we were gonna fucking cry like this was yeah. this was it and i was like yo 
it, it was good, right? And you're, you're all like, yeah, like Bro. it was pretty emotional. That scene where Andy started giving the toys away, I was oh like, yeah, God, I can't. Bro. This is too much for me, bro. I I'm couldn't sorry. even, I couldn't even hold it in, bro. That's too much. And I, rem I remember when we were younger, like, uh, yeah, I used to watch you play a lot of video games, but there came a point in time where I stopped playing uh, Mario Party with you because you were so ungodly good at it that i got I used to that's get frustrating mad. that's I fucking frustrating super bro. mad because this know, man has three the, stars and we just oh started God. i'm pissed bro we'd play the whole game and it would get to the end where it gives out the stars <laughs> the, and yeah and he would have his stars <laughs> all from, of them from winning the player that the, won the uh, most games dude, johnny the, the most guy games. who was the fastest <laughs> at winning everything like, the God, most uh he'd win he'd win the one for like most shopping done and I was like, what the fuck? I was like, what? And he'd have like 18 stars and I'd have like two. And he'd be like, yo, you want to play again? I'm like, no. Yeah. And the thing is, like, Never. as a gamer, I'm sure Johnny knew, like, I'm about to start spending this money because they're going to give me a saw for this. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. He was one of those people that were like, just, they had like such a, such a talent for playing the games. And like, I used to just watch him because he wouldn't die either. Like, there'd be no point in the game when he would die. So. The more and cinematic. that's a fucking skill, bro. Because yeah. again, like you, you watching a playthrough is you watching the movie at that point. If you watch someone yeah. die over and over again, you're like, all right, bro. Like you got to hand over the sticks. Yeah. But like if the someone's more, uh... going through it, you're like, bro, I'm watching a movie. Keep going, bro. I don't the know. The more <laughs> cinematic they got, like the Uncharted's and things like right. that, the more I just enjoyed it because like it just kept flowing through all of it. And I was just like, yo, that was pretty cool, man. That was pretty cool. And then I'd play and I'd just be like, dead. Missed right. jump, dead. If you encounter shot. a bloater for the first time and you yeah. don't die, I'm trying to watch you play this game. You know, what I mean? it's, it's trying to watch. It's crazy now because now people have made just like full ass careers off yeah. of it. You know, yeah, just exactly. streaming and and getting it going. And I was like, damn, that that was another life for you, Johnny. I mean, actually, honestly, that I, I think about that sometimes. Like, if I had really, to, well, because my. My family, they were like, I mean, my family, my family is very traditional. They're very like, you know, it's like you can't, you can't spend like your your days playing video games all day. My parents were the same, dog. Yeah. My parents were the exact same. Exactly. Yeah. And 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 so like I, I I focused on other things in terms of like my job. Like I think about like if I had like had that foresight and like ha like make getting a career in like streaming. Like I feel like I feel like I would have like at least gotten some yeah. sort of like thing because. I was, especially with PlayStation games, I was definitely like I, I grew up like like playing play, PlayStation games. Like my first fucking Sly was, Cooper and all those like yeah, oh, before bro. that, my first video game was Crash Bandicoot Two: The Wrath. Crash Bandicoot, oh, bro. Shit. Let's Co go collect them apples. Booga booga. That's that's the OG, <laughs> people don't realize is that's the OG Naughty Dog game. Like that's yeah that's yeah yeah yeah. Bandicoot. Like that's you know yeah. I mean they, I think they had a couple games before that, but Crash Bandicoot was like their original like trilogy game. And it was like Jack and Dexter, then Lost of and Uncharted, and Last of Us, you know? I remember my mom, when my, my parents first got a PlayStation, it wasn't for me. It was for my mom and my dad to play. And my mom would play Spyro. I don't know if y'all remember Spyro. Spyro, yeah. Spyro the Dragon. Spyro and Rayman, where he would like wind up his punches. So if you play those two, my dad would play Resident Evil. So it was like my whole childhood was just spent just watching people play video games and being like, this is so cool. So my mom later in life was like, Stop playing Madden. Stop playing NBA Live. Stop playing whatever game I was playing. And then now she'll call me like when the game comes out, like, oh, I need six copies for church. Like, oh, yeah, now, y'all. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, 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 sure. Honey, the pasta, the pasta. Mm -hmm, the pasta's so <laughs> Madden. This, uh, you know, Cam, let me get my copies. God damn it. She's just 
the collection plates coming around and instead of a just couple bucks she's out, just man. putting in copies of madden 25 <laughs> jesus christ yeah but i still remember when red dead first came out and oh my I, god i played it for hours on end and i wasn't a gamer that's how i knew it was crazy and i was like well, how does it get better than this like you can spend hours just cowboying around the map and yeah i was like how many countless hours went into making this thing I work with this guy named Burt Ferracci who worked at Rockstar. He worked at on the first Red Dead and the last Grand Theft Auto come out. He quit EA so quick. Like it it, it was so over it. But he told me how it it took him a year with him and his environment team just to make it so that in Grand Theft Auto, you could interact with different parts of the environment. So like you go over and touch this and run over this pole, that needs to be animated. It's not like a they're literally going through these maps and being like, we need to make sure if a character or user goes here, they can animate with this. If a user goes with this car, they can animate with that every time, no matter what. So when he got to Madden, it was like, you don't need to touch anything but a football. He was like, ah, I don't want to do this. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do this. It got so impressive too, because the line started getting blurred between what was a video game and what was like a movie. Because there were several times when like you were playing on uh, like Uncharted and things like that. And yeah. I was watching John play it where he'd be like, oh shit. And he, cause all of a sudden the game would start and sure, yeah, yeah, it yeah, was yeah. the yeah. cut scene. Yep. And all of a sudden you had to start running and you had no idea that the, the cut scene and the game were the same thing. The graphics finally matched up. Ooh. It wasn't like a, you know, a big uh, jump. You just get them. that, like that 69 fade out where it's like, yeah. mm-hmm. and you're like, oh yeah. shit, I got, okay, I'm moving. <laughs> That was the thing. I feel like Uncharted, Uncharted Two, especially that was like the game that like did the seamless transition from like video game Dude. to cutscene. It did it so well. Even like their their action. Like I remember that one level where like you're in this building and there's like a helicopter like coming and like shoots rockets in the bottom of that building. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, yeah. the building's like toppling down, and you're like you're, yep. you're like you're still you're still playing like the character, and you, you have to like try to escape. Like that was like I feel like Uncharted Two is definitely like. The, the, the beginning of like what games are it was like beginning of what the cinematic games are now before yeah. that the closest thing to that was metal gear solid and that's that's the game that i think me me and your brother austin oh my Dylan, god we 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 fanboy <laughs> over that game all the time because whatever game had like oh the the four it was like uh it was like four women evil people i don't remember what metal gear solid that was because of the patriots uh, yeah. yeah bro that game was one, so yeah. fucking good oh my god yeah, the fourth one was so expansive and you had like oh. that that crazy suit that could blend in you fought a yeah. bunch of crazy like like uh wolf and other animals yeah villains. that's what it was yeah austin yeah, yeah, yeah. and john played the shit out of that <laughs> game dude like so hours good, and i would just sit there like just watching it because there was no way i would ever play it like i couldn't you know? <laughs> it was just but, it was yeah. such a well told it was a well told story i mean i feel like it's not for everyone because of course like, yeah have like like hour and a half long cutscenes like every <laughs> level and you gotta so, really like, be invested in snape yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> oh but, i never I knew mean, what was going on dude it was like oh yeah this cutscene came up and it was like yeah during the cold war the patriot movement started and the the clone of solid snake went on an undercover mission and i was i thought it was real because it was such a <laughs> dense history that i was like damn this shit happened is snake a real man this <laughs> 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 is based on a true story <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like that was like when that. I think playing that game was when I realized, like, oh, like video games can be like 
actual like media of like telling good stories similar yeah. to like how movies are and i feel like i mean i think the last of us was kind of like the pinnacle of that because it was i mean you see it now in the tv show it's i've i've never played a game as good as last of us in my entire life. i I, yeah. I i beat that game three times bro i yeah oh i can't it's so good and the tv it's, show it's it, equal yeah it's so good oh god what having my mom call me and be like this was every time she calls me this was a video game. I don't understand. So you played a level where two gay guys, like, no, no not really, <laughs> not really. But like, when was Ron, when was Ron Swanson in the game? I I, I do not recall. Kind of. Oh, shit. I don't, I don't you know, it. I picked up uh, God of War Ragnarok like day one, uh, which I never do anymore because games are so fucking expensive. Yeah. That to me is like a new pinnacle in gaming because it just it's one camera move the entire time it's seamless between what the hell there's no loading bro there's no fucking there's no loading (laughs) the entire thing is so well written so emotional it could be its own like mini series and i'm like i don't care if games take eight years to come out if they're that i will buy it i'll buy it day one and i'll buy however many they fucking got it's yep. yeah. amazing man that is the that, that's what i'm saying like it, it i will I, like for cyberpunk for instance this is such a weird tangent we're on i'm so sorry johnny <laughs> that we're not talking about Black dark knight we like dark knight to to, to home, home movies, videos, yeah. to like videos. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like when like Cyberpunk came out and there was that big uproar of all the bugs, it was yeah. hard for me to have sympathy when they had, I think, like eight plus years to make that game. So for me, yeah. it was like, guys, all right, eight years is a little like, come on, guys, let's let's get it together. But if you guys needed more time, then just take more time. Like I I I, I get it. Investors send money and they want their money back at a certain time, but it's like, bro, I, <laughs> just fucking make make a good quality product. That's all I ask. Right. That's all I ask, bro. John, do you have a film that like you saw when you were younger that you remembered? Like, do you remember if you ever went to the theater when you were really young, uh, like New <laughs> Hampshire or Columbia or anything like that? This is this is the longest running joke in my family. Oh god. So, so 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 I try to figure out how I should like give context. <laughs> I guess I'll just jump right into it. My first ever movie theater experience was when I was like five years old, and my dad took me to see Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> and i think he 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 had it he had it we had a leap because i was like crying during like the battle scenes like yeah. on like the the d-day like everyone like marching on the beach and getting like their body parts exploded oh and that was like my my first ever experience in the movie theater why <laughs> did you like, watching, take you're watching them. the omaha scene like <laughs> fucking this man like what the <laughs> no it's just like i don't know my, my 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 parents are like it's funny they're, they're, they're traditional in some sense but in some sense they don't like they don't they don't care about certain things like they, huh. they don't they don't care about like like movie ratings and stuff like that for like should like word i mean dope. i guess they grew up they grew up in like columbia in like the 80s so like they they're, they're different they they grew up like around violence so like to them violence isn't like especially just coming from a movie they don't to them they're numb like, they're numb exactly. yeah and so yeah, I used to, we I used to poke fun at your dad, uh, John, because he would always be watching like these weird films. They were never even like blockbusters. They were just like Sniper Elite Seven or like The Bandito, and it was always some Hell, sort of like yeah, some bro. hardcore action flick. And I always remember that I thought his favorite movie was Shooter with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, what? 
It's so perfect to me. I have no idea. My my dad also had this habit. He was just like he, like I mean, he was it was a class. He was like he was the guy that I would always go to Blockbuster with, and we ran out like you know any type of action movie we'd see on the shelf. Blockbuster, bro. Exactly. God. (laughs) And but like it got to the he got the habit though of like you know if it's any type of action movie, whether it's good or bad, like he'll just watch it. And so then like. We'll find like like some like but nowadays with like streaming, he would just find like whatever generic action movie there is. Like it could be called something like Sniper Three, like <laughs> Revenge of the Fallen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and if you, if you, you look at that, you're like, oh, I think that's a good movie. You watch that. <laughs> that was what I made fun of him for because he truly <laughs> believed in his heart that these movies were good. Like they ended, and he was like, oh, Jonathan, that was good. <laughs> and I was like, yo, we were watching this. I came over one day with you, John, and all together we watched like the most inappropriate Bruce Willis Western that I've never fucking heard of. And I can't remember what it was called. And I it was that, like, yeah. it was like ladies were getting raped in the saloon and Bruce Willis was mowing Yo. people with guns. And I swear I looked at your dad and your dad was like, yep, <laughs> like, this is good shit right here. <laughs> Let's get it a tape, man. Yeah. <laughs> if I can find what that movie was, I will. I'll post it. We're tr- we're trying to get the uh, Instagram rolling out, and I'll yeah. definitely put that on like the stories <laughs> if I can find what that fucking Bruce Willis uh, movie is. No, because I, I I remember exactly what we're talking about this because there's a scene in that movie where he's like in a bathtub and he was like, you know, I was feeling a little dehydrated, so instead of whiskey, I switched to beer. <laughs> 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 This? Uh, yes! Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <I've> never... <laughs> this shit looks crazy, bro. <laughs> it's a fucking crazy movie, man. And I had never heard of it. And for some reason, I stayed and just watched the whole thing. And I'm what? telling you, it was so... Oh, gosh. I don't even know if I could sit through it nowadays. But your dad was loving it. And I loved him for it. Your dad was... I, I said this to Cam the other day. Uh, I was like, man, Johnny's parents were just like the coolest parents around. Like, they were so yeah. chill. They were they were so generous. And they they always just cracked us up, man. They were yeah. such cool people, man. I, I will say, though, with like my dad's like kind of like exploration in movies, he found some like gems, though. Like sometimes like he he found uh, It Man from like Donnie Yen. Oh, like, man, that's yeah. one of the coolest and, like, movies I've ever seen. Yeah, for I, sure. I feel like unless like you go out of your way to look for it like you wouldn't know that movie like kind of existed and like absolutely because of that like we like i, I discovered that movie and i was like dude this is great for me so like he, he had his moments where like he picked good movies <laughs> it man is some of those some of that fight choreography is insane dog yeah it's... next time we have johnny on we gotta do it man because i want to watch it man <laughs> <laughs> that would be sick dude. yeah your dad was really into that before it got popular because you remember that one film where the dude was like protecting his uh his elephant it yeah was like, the protector the protector, the protector. Yeah. you tony showed ja. me that tony jod tony jod you were hype yeah. as shit and you were like dylan check out this film and it had like a 20 minute one cut where tony jod beat the shit out of everybody because they touched his <laughs> elephant and i was like john how did you find this movie <laughs> yeah that's the scene where he's like bro this scene is so insane dude and they did like four of these but kudos to john and his dad like they were in on this before it blew up 
Like they had some good taste. I can tell you, that was into like Bruce Lee, like that type of like. Yeah, my dad was super into like martial arts films too, like Jack, like the like not just like the Rush Hour Jackie Chan, but like the police classic. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We watched those movies, like like those like from from mainland China, like his movies, like those were just great. Yeah, the first like, Jackie like, Chan does his own stunts, but like back then he was willing to throw himself in front of a bullet for a scene. You know? Yeah, I mean? <laughs> Jackie Chan was going for it. Yeah, the original Drunken Master I, I watched with you, John. It was in yeah. straight English subtitles. And I had only seen like the remake, not knowing that there was an original. And I was like, dang, you only get you only get quality content like this at Johnny's house. That's how it's gonna be. Oh my god. So oh. good, bro. Donnie Donnie is an absolute legend. He's in uh he's in the new John Wick that's coming out. Oh is yeah. he I didn't see the trailer. Oh let's go. I didn't watch yeah, the trailer, but they said it was a two hour and forty-nine minute film. I'm in there. Let's go. That's a long ass John Wick film, bro. Damn. You know what cracked me up the most was I don't remember if it was John Wick two or it's three. Like a thousand punch. But All I right. forgot <laughs> that the you know it used to have the Iron Chef show and then they made the American version. Yeah. And then they had like the chairman. And he was just like always really serious about whatever the secret ingredient was. I found out that he was an actor and he would be in like these little things. He shows up in like John Wick three or two. And I was like, what the fuck is the Iron Chef chairman doing here fighting John Wick? Like, is he going to kill him with the pepper as a secret ingredient for the day? I was like, this is the best thing I've ever found, man. Oh, good God. Oh, that, that, was a, that was a classic right there. It was just like throwing punches. Just 80 shots to his chest. <laughs> this, no. this movie's so good, dude. Uh, all right. I feel bad. I'll find a way to make sure this, <laughs> this, this podcast makes... Uh, I'll edit it in the right way. God damn. <laughs> God damn this, has been a, this has been fun, bro. <laughs> I feel bad, man. We've gone over any any final thoughts, John. I feel bad, bro. I, I was like, oh, hopefully, it'll only take like a hundred, an hour, twenty minutes. Of this. I was, we're going on two hours, bro. No, this, is, this has been super fun. I mean, okay, cool, cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Batman, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Batman. Uh, final that, thoughts, Batman. Yeah, I mean, Batman. Christian Bale is great. Um, they they switched out Rachel and from Batman Begins, but that was it. That's right, right. Maggie oh, Gyllenhaal true. took it over, right? Yeah. yeah which is crazy because they had her take it over and then blew her away in the same movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, you want to be in the movie? Yeah, you're also going to die like halfway through, but you'd be all right. You'd be all right. That was crazy too. I remember that scene thinking like, no, they wouldn't do something that brazen. Like that doesn't happen in films. And then they just blew her up and I was like, holy shit, like this means business. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that they said something about this was the first time in a Batman film that Batman like left Gotham as he goes to oh because he goes to like Hong Kong or something oh, yeah like yeah. in this scene yeah. here he's in Hong Kong and he goes to get that guy and it was like a big deal at the time for them because they were like yeah Batman's never left his like home territory which I thought was cool I thought maybe I don't think I ever caught that that's pretty cool yeah like they do more international oh this is what we talk about to close. Now that we're back on the Batman, <laughs> the the anticipation that went into the Dark Knight Rises was like it was never achievable to beat the Dark Knight because it was just a it was just like there was no way to top it. You know, you had to make a Return of the Jedi. It had to be good, but it was never going to be better. 
Yeah. And I just remember the first couple commercials and they showed their version of Bane. And I was like, I don't know what that is, but I got to fucking see it. We went sure. to uh, we went to an IMAX and we did a marathon of all three of these where the Dark Knight Rises started at like midnight. And I've never seen something cooler in my life. Like it was the best presentation wow. I ever could see because the film opens and they're dangling like a plane and and Bane comes out and instead of a, a Spanish, you know, conquistador dude, he was like, oh, yeah, we're crashing this plane. And people made fun of it, but I thought that was the shit. Like, <laughs> I was in there, man. I don't know what you guys thought because I loved it. So I actually saw that. I actually, I, I did see The Dark Knight Rises at the IMAX. It's the Jordan's Furniture IMAX in Reading, Massachusetts. <laughs> if, you don't, if you don't know Jordan's Furniture, it's, it's like the classic boston like furniture chain like it's it's like so famous it's like almost like similar to bob's furniture if you know bob's furniture. oh yeah yeah yeah. they yeah, took it, us on a field trip there and i never understood why there was a fucking furniture store connected to a movie theater wow. that was just it. yeah actually i went to see um i went to see uh the second avatar there recently and it's, and it's actually still ah. one of the best theaters i've been to it's like really it's actually a really it's, nice theater it's massive it's beautiful man. yeah um but yeah i know when i saw the dark so the first time i actually went to like an actual imax was at that theater watching the dark knight rises and it was yeah it, i i mean i i had a great time watching it and i know people say it wasn't as good but i feel like i managed my expectations with this one yeah for sure i think for it sure. was just i saw it there was nothing else going on at the time i feel so i think i saw it like five times in theaters because it was such a long movie that just changes what it's what it is throughout and what impressed me about it was just like how ambitious it was because at mm. some point in the film they literally like take over the entire city close yeah. it off and like hold it hostage and i just remember thinking like once again this is like one of the most creative things i've seen out of like a script or a picture in a really long time and i was just totally for it there was nothing else that like held a candle to how cool it was at the time and yeah. i was like yeah it was pretty dope like you, you it's pretty much in line with the same as the original and yeah there was talk of him trying to do another one afterwards and trying to have you know joseph gordon levitt be robin but i knew <laughs> nolan wasn't gonna do like no four or five films it was, it's not michael bay you know what i mean right yeah <laughs> I feel like in terms of comic book movies too, there hasn't been one movie that really kind of lived up to like the tone and like the grit that this movie was. I, mean, I think the closest thing to this is probably was like Logan, like the Wolverine movie. Ooh, that's a good, that's a good one. Like that was like the closest thing I think. I mean, that's that's a masterpiece in its own like separate way. But yeah, um, like this, I feel like yeah, I feel like The Dark Knight was kind of like the peak of like what a good comic book movie was. You know, and there's something crazy about Nolan's films that I love to pay attention to because most of them are very long. Most of them are like two and a half hours. And I believe he's been working with the uh, same editor for like forever now, Lee Smith. And what impresses me is that a lot of people don't always get into longer pictures. Like they don't have the attention span for it. You know, everything's just quick things, TikToks or whatever. And him and his editor just have this way of, taking these like three hour pictures and making them feel quick and not giving you any sort of fatigue to the point where you're like, Oh damn, it's over. Like I wanted it to, to keep rolling and to keep going through. Like I didn't really feel 
that it was that long. And I don't know mm. if you guys kind of feel the same way about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's a good point, man. Appreciate it. I, I will say too, like I there there I think I saw something, it was either a Reddit or something like that. Like they made there was like a commentary on like the film. Um and they they basically said like and it was a very kind of genius way to think about the movie is that like the joker ends up winning in the end because mm. what was the one thing the joker was after it was for batman to break his one rule which was to kill someone and he ends up killing harvey dent at the end mm. um and so like even though the joker like he didn't like end up blowing the fairy up or like getting those doctors that were like held hostage killed like he, he he ended up succeeding in his main goal which was to get batman to kill like someone which was harvey dent and yep. that was also like something that's i think that did definitely needs to be appreciated it was like the character arc of harvey dent going from like this well-beloved like da of like gotham to like this kind of un really understood like like misunderstood like villain at the end yep mm -hmm. So. I think uh, I think what you said earlier was really astute, Cam, when you were like the MCU is kind of always searching for its like Joker. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy because this was 2008 and it really was a film that was instead of being like Batman's movie, it was the Joker's movie. It's more told from like his point of view. It's led by him. It's fueled by him. And what's wild was it wasn't really until they got to Infinity War that they finally chose to do a movie like that where instead of being like the hero's picture it was actually Thanos's picture and it's all really told from his perspective and jumped off by him and I remember when I watched Infinity War that was the thought I had the whole time was damn like that's that's crazy to tell a film from like the villain's perspective and let you try to understand him whether or not he's right or wrong and it's crazy that it took that many years for someone to finally try something like that ever again yeah and, uh, hopefully we get some some more interesting like that in the future because even at the end of that film same thing that john said like joker wins there at the end of that film thanos wins and yeah. they all kind of just have to sit there and be like well what the hell do we do and even yeah. though they get back to it later and they revive everybody it's he still won at some point you know yeah exactly yeah, very ballsy yeah yeah you're, you're on the money with it johnny with a. Uh... Because, like, again, like, it, with Joker, it's, like, this is, when you, that introduction scene, like, the intro scene, they introduce Joker as such a fucking badass. Yeah. And he's already established. There is no backstory. It's just, I am the Joker. I'm going to fuck everything up. And if anything, you get the backstory or the origin story of Two-Face, even though it's an origin story and an ending story all in the same movie, mm -hmm. you, it's, it's more of just, like, seeing, because... In the comic book, there is that whole, like, the Joker famously being, like, he, the Joker doesn't feel alive uh, unless he's fighting Batman. Because he feels like him and Batman are the same. It's just, Batman does good things, whereas, and if Batman did the switch, because we all know Bruce Wayne is crazy, bro. You running around in a bat suit, my guy. Like, you're crazy, bro. He's not wearing hockey pads. Yeah. <laughs> you're crazy. If I had, if I was sitting on a, a three- Point four billion dollar trust fund i ain't fighting nobody i'm chilling dog so like to see the joker be able to manipulate bruce wayne in such a fantastic way the whole time you're just like in awe of what the joker is doing because he, he always feels like he has a leg up 
even that interrogation yeah. scene where you where is she it's it, the joker's <laughs> like I, I, bro i got you hooked on and sinker bro it doesn't matter what you say in the situation yeah i got I mean, you yeah he, I, I feel like he he had he was always like in the movie you always felt like he had one step ahead over bruce wayne and like and that's why like that 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 scene like i, I go back to like earlier when i mentioned that scene in the ferry it was so tense because you're at the point where like Joker's been winning like every step of the way. Like I don't know what's gonna happen here. <laughs> right? <laughs> Is everyone gonna die? I believe it. Yeah. 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 Hands down, that interrogation scene I think is the best scene in the movie. When he just like whips his head off the glass because he's got nothing else to do other than just like start beating the shit out of him. I was like, damn, this got juice, man. Like this. Bro, is and he's laughing. Life. That's what yeah. when I saw the the No Way Home when uh, Peter Parker's hitting uh, Goblin and then William Defoe's doing the laugh. All I could think about was Heath Ledger's performance of like him getting his ass beat and he's just cracking up. Like that, that is, that, especially as Batman, that's gotta be so frustrating to be beating your ass and you're just laughing at me. Like, oh, <laughs> come on, bro. It's like, I am the nice, stop laughing. <laughs> no. If I got into a real fist fight and I hit somebody and they laughed, I gotta leave. We're walking away. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm losing this fight, there's no shot. It's also like, like that. that, oh, sorry. No, no, you're good, you're good. Oh, it's like that, that, that very ending, like the last monologue with like, like Batman finally has him and he has him upside down and like he's giving that whole monologue about like like kind of like his almost like his entire plan like what he was trying to do this entire time like was to corrupt Harvey Dent I think like that that was like peak I think like Heath Ledger acting right there like that Ooh. that scene like and it, it's just like shot like like the I think I'm trying to remember the scene correctly I think the film I think the way the camera was set like he was upside down still yeah he's upside down and then it actually turns so yeah the camera orientation is correct but then he's hanging upside down but like but he's upwards it's yeah. kind of frightening i'm not gonna lie it's really crazy looking oh man i'll tell you this scene went on this scene yeah. was like the yeah. the van the van going into the water in inception it was yeah. quick but when we saw it for the first time it was like 40 minutes of that van falling Yep. The boat scene was like so yeah, so heart racing, man. I can't even believe it. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Yeah. Yeah, like right at the air right there. He's just like he's like he's 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 never like sad or like mad that he like his plan was foiled. Like that's like just makes him such a great villain. He's just like it always just seems like he knows what he's doing, but he's in control. Yeah. Yeah. God, he let you so, destroy. He somebody, uh, somebody out there is going to do a, a video essay where they talk about the camera moving and flipping because the Joker has now turned the tables and won. They're going to find some sort of like, yeah, for sure, some sort of like deep meaning and whatever this means. Jesus, man, well, my, I mean, it goes back to like, I mean, kind of going back to like Heath Ledger, like, I mean. Like he, like he was like known for like the method acting acting for this movie, but he ends up like obviously like dying from like like from like drug overdose, right? I think that's what it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And so I'm like, I, I heard there's like kind of a movement now in Hollywood to like kind of stop method acting or like I don't know. I don't know what you guys if you guys knew about that. I had no idea. Yeah. I that's um, that's interesting because there are like certain instances I've heard like there's obviously the the most famous method actor daniel day lewis and i've heard like for instance on the set of lincoln he was so into that role and it was known that 
in most cases, uh, Abraham Lincoln was always the tallest one in the room. So the report is that he would never be in a room with someone that was taller than him. He had to leave because he took it that seriously. And, and I don't know if that's true. It is reported that like, there's one, I think there's a movie where he was in a wheelchair. So he was actually like, was in a wheelchair for like, like, I can't like, John, imagine you being in a movie and you being like, I'm in a wheelchair and forcing your girlfriend to just (laughs) deal with you in a wheelchair for a movie. I think that's crazy. my if my fans would be like, if you don't get your ass up, like, <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, bro? Like, I'd be uncomfortable as a, as a fellow actor on set if somebody didn't go out of character and their character was like a crazy racist or something like that. I'd just oh, be like, dude, like when the camera chill out, rolls, chill out, chill out, chill out. do your thing. Yeah, but like yeah. when we're chilling, like you should just chill. I, I think some of that's it's a little too far, yeah. you know. Drake, Drake and Josh said it best. Drake showed up for the commercial and he was like, it's acting. You show up, you say some lines, you go home, you know? <laughs> oh, and I think people like fucking Harrison Ford or whatever, like that's how they say it. They're like, dude, you show yeah. up, you do some lines and you go. But fucking Daniel Day-Lewis has more best actors, uh, Oscars. Than Whenever he's else. in a movie, you know he's getting nominated. It's for not Mills, even debatable. Yeah. 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 He won for Lincoln. He won for that wheelchair thing, which I think was my left foot. Pretty sure he Yeah, pretty sure. You know, Gangs in New York, Last of the Mohicans. Yep. It's a little far for me, but it comes off pretty good on screen. So I don't know. It's a, it's a weird area. Now. I would never say he's a bad actor. I just feel like it's... So you're towing the line, bro. Like it's yeah. it's clock in, clock out. It's a job, homie. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like at what point does it become unnecessary? <laughs> yeah, like I, I don't, I don't know how deep in Heath Ledger got, but I feel like, however it was, I don't know if the reports are true that this was the role that caused him to do it. But if it had any uh, effect on him like that, then. People should take that into account. Like maybe people are going a little bit. You're taking this shit a little too serious. It's a role. It's yeah. a movie. We yell cut and it should be over. Like, right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you got to disassociate on me. Because they were saying like Austin Butler can't shake. The, you can't shake the, the Elvis, Elvis accent? accent, which I understand if you keep the accent forever, you, you're not going to shake but it. That's well. so funny because now but he's talking like a like oh, a sex man. god. Like, yeah, I like, just keep like, that bro. at that point. If if it's cool like that and, it, and it's, 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 it's suave, <laughs> I'll just be like, fuck it. I'm keeping it. I'm Elvis. Yeah. Forget about this. You know what I mean? So. But I was like, yeah, that's a little crazy. That would suck if you kind of you got stuck in character, basically. But <laughs> definitely worse characters to get stuck in than Elvis, I guess. There was a point when I felt that Johnny Depp played Jack Sparrow in every movie after Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> I just felt like every movie after that, it was just Jack Sparrow acting. It wasn't even Johnny Depp anymore. Yeah. Oh, good God. Yeah. Well, imagine if he got stuck as Edward Scissorhands. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, you want, Johnny, you want some more hors d'oeuvres? And he's just like walking over to it and shit. Just like, can't even grab it? He's just like... (laughs) I can't get these carrots. I keep trying to grab the carrot and it fucking cuts it. I've got 30,000 nipplets here. I don't know what to do. All right. Hey, man. We appreciate having you on, John. That was dope, bro. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for joining us, homie. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was so so much fun. I mean, I... I tell Dylan this like I, I need to make my I need to make a, my uh, a fl- make a flight down to Orlando and see you guys. You know, dude, please, man, it'd be dope to do this in person, man. Yeah, 
even just like hang out maybe have some in-person whiskey again you know yeah man <laughs> we if anything dylan and i should go to boston we should go see this alien yes. ultrasound in live so we can see you uh uh crowd surf yeah that yeah. would be dope that'd, that that'd be it. that's a story I'll, for the I'll, children i will man. not be holding you up though when you crowd surf because <laughs> i don't want to be the guy that drops you that's not gonna be me <laughs> but it would be dope man i've never even been to boston so it'd be a lot of fun for me to go oh, I'll, you, I'll see you guys been? around I'll show you guys around. Nice, yeah, I've been Dylan. there. I've been there a few times. Yeah. yeah I want to go. I want to go. We went on. I want to go to Wahlburgers for real. You know what I mean? The Wahlburgers. <laughs> yeah. They took out all the Wahlburgers here, Johnny. They're no more. Right. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. Lee so, was devastated, man. So the, orig- the original one is actually in uh, Caroline's hometown, Hingham, Hingham, Massachusetts. That's the original Wahlburgers. Wow. And so, I mean, apparently that's like where his like Mark Wahlberg's like brother kind of like, or that's where he where he works like that 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 one right there i'm not sure if he's like working there still but is is uh, is caroline in the movies like is she a big movie cinephile as they call them or is she um, like she just kind of watches what you're into yeah she watches what i am into like she, she yeah she i actually I, i'm the one i got her into the mcu and now she's like an mcu <laughs> <What's boy. laughs> that? that's awesome bro that's that's the dream now you know yeah <laughs> you go to her house now and she's just got like a fucking thor hammer on the wall and black yeah, widow man. thing over here and you're just like well, oh, so done. our dog like we named our dog sylvie after like the show loki oh that's no. awesome okay yeah so she's a fan fan if she's doing that <laughs> yeah that's this is dope. a very dog friendly pro dog podcast absolutely yeah. our dogs have featured on this prominently uh so oh, should, I, should i take her out should i, should I show her up then oh, yes, we appreciate do it, we bro. appreciate a good my dog. dog's been staring at me for the past 30 minutes like are you gonna hang out with me or no my dog has been sleeping at my foot for two and a half hours <laughs> hey this is uh so, sylvie you said sylvie oh, sylvie hey i'm guessing she's like only like one or one and a half something like that she's uh nearing two yeah so she's like one and a half oh that's precious bro that is precious. How very old? Chill. Is it nearing two? Okay. Yeah, yeah. She's she's uh she's very chill. Probably only barked like five times in her life. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> That's you guys live in a house or an apartment? Uh it's an apartment. Nice. Apartment in Easty. East nice. Boston. So that's fantastic, dude. It's so much fun having a dog. She looks that like chill. It was one of my life goals was to get the dog, and now it drives me insane. <laughs> Hinata is something else. I love Hinata, bro. Oh, and she is fucking something else, man. Did you want <laughs> to have like a little bit bigger dog, like a medium-sized dog, or it just didn't matter? No, to you? She, she was perfect because I feel like a big a dog too big is like not the best in the city. Yeah, for mm-hmm. apartment living, yeah, yeah, for apartment living because it's like you don't know if they're going to be like energetic. She can be energetic, um, um, but it's more manageable when she's like more like medium size as opposed to like large, you know. Yeah. Jeez, man. Another another dog producer. I love it. Know, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, anyway, this has been Extra Butter. Cam. Dylan. Johnny, thank Alan. you again so much, man. I appreciate <laughs> yeah, you, bro. Hey, bro. We'll have you back on, man. It's gonna be a definitely oh, recurring thing, dude. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, of course, bro. Until next time. Appreciate you guys. Later. Much love, much love. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye.